Okay, should we um, continue on together? We're going to hear some, some stories. Um, kids, we're really glad that you're here. Keep on enjoying yourselves. Kids at the back, give me a little wave to say, tell me that you're enjoying yourself. Hey. Big kids as well, Mike Thorne. Um, so let me say again, Jesus says to anybody that he has touched or helped, return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. So I would love to see a few more, as Murray's talking, just come and perch on the end or something, or perch here, and then just a few more, just tell us what God has done for you, uh, either very recently or in the in your, part of your story, and it will build faith and give glory to God. Murray, if you don't know Murray or Maurizio, hello, hello. Can, shall we just clarify, what shall we call you, Maurizio or Murray? If you can say Maurizio, then fine. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, it's a Sunday morning. You can call me Murray if it's easier. Okay. So basically, Murray is for the lazy ones of us. Yeah. Okay. Mar Maurizio. So um, Maurizio became a Christian uh, 18 months or so ago. Yes, yes. Um, and if you want to hear that story, that's a great story too. He told us at his testimony, uh, his, Bible, uh, his baptism, sorry. Um, but I've just asked him this morning just to kick us off by saying, since becoming a Christian and being baptized and kind of coming into the church community. Um, you've blessed us massively, but tell us what, what just simple terms, what difference has, has being a Christian made to your life? Well, uh, I would say two things God has um, revealed to me, uh, two huge things is uh, truth and peace. Uh, so for those of you who haven't heard my uh, testimony, uh, I used to get a lot of my uh, happiness uh, and joy through uh, things of the world, world uh, things that God hates. And because of that, I never got any peace out of it. And then God just put his hand on me and pulled me out, showed me that it was a complete dead end. And uh, so I was baptized and obviously died to my old self and uh, obviously get my happy, happiness and joy through him. And that's not to say that it hasn't come through without any struggles. Um, I'm sure everyone here can agree that um, truly following Jesus at times, whether it's in your workplace or with your family and with your friends, it's, uh, it's hard. You know, it's a battle. It's always a battle. Um, and uh, the Bible never promises that it's just going to be a, uh, a straight road. Um, but uh, that is where now I get my joy and happiness from, uh, knowing that uh, God is with me, even though my emotions are up and down sometimes. In my life group, uh, you've prayed for me a lot, and I thank you so much. Uh, in the very beginning, I had uh, problems with my... Uh, and worries about my assurance, and uh, you've prayed hard, and that's really uh, come along. And by assurance, you mean knowing whether you're definitely a Christian or not? Yeah, assurance of my salvation, absolutely. Um, and like I said, because my emotions have sometimes been up and down, I know that God is always, um, always there. And what, what has given you assurance that you're a Christian? Uh, staying in the Word every day, and uh, living uh, through Christ. Like I said uh, at the beginning, uh, truth and peace. Uh, I've found the truth in Christ Jesus now, and I will go through any battle that he wants me to do, because I know at the end of it um, what the rewards are. Yeah. And I know whatever I will go through, there's always going to be a peace within me. And can I ask, what, what have other people who aren't Christians, like friends or family, what have they noticed about you, observed about you? Yeah, well, they, I'd say they, I'm a lot more calm now. <laughs> um, before, I used to uh, drink excessively, and uh, I got into the uh, 
the drug scene and the nightclub scene. So they've obviously seen the difference with me being more at peace. And um, sharing back testimonies again with my life group. Uh, a few weeks ago, I went to Spain to visit a very close friend of mine who uh, has known me all my life. And um, I asked you guys to pray for me before I went there uh, for God to open up any doors that he wills. And as soon as I got there, um, he was asking all the questions. He was really, really intrigued. <coughs> and uh, there was one night where we stayed up to about two o'clock in the morning. And uh, I was able to answer all of his questions, so thank, thank God for that. <laughs> uh, but when I asked him what he believed in, he went into this kind of, uh, you know, new age type of consciousness. And when I challenged him on that, he said, um, I'm happy in what I believe in. Uh, and even if it's not true, I'm content in my bubble. And I think that's really dangerous, isn't it? Really, really dangerous. Um, and it just goes to show how much we need to share our faith um, and show that Jesus Christ is, is the truth. Wonderful. Thank you ever so much. We could listen to you all day. But can we just give Murray a bit of an applause for sharing? Yeah, perfect. Anybody else? Just would love to just come and share anything at all. Jamie's already there. Hey, hey. Uh, just a really quick story of God's um, amazing provision. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I won't go into all the details, but about two years ago felt um, God leading me onto something different, um, and I thought that that might be um, studying. I'd not done a degree before. Um, different so, from what? Uh, different from working for the church, so I've been here a number of years um, now, and before that had been in internships and, and jobs with churches. Um, so I thought God was leading me on uh, possibly into the business sector, into corporate world. Um, but I thought the beginning of that journey was um, to start studying. So last October, um, I started a degree um, using my evenings to study um, in London. And that has been amazing, um, just absolutely phenomenal. I've learned a lot and met some really great people. Um, but then at the beginning of, well, sort of the end of last year, beginning of this year, I thought, actually, I think God's got a change of job for me. Um, didn't know at all what that would be or what that would look like, um, but just felt God kind of pushing me out the door, as it were. Um, so in um, uh, just at Easter, um, I started applying for jobs. Um, didn't really know where to start, so just went onto job websites, um, put in a couple of keywords, and just thought, OK, I'll just, anything that looks remotely interesting, um, I'll just click apply, um, and sent out hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of applications and was just not getting anything back. So. I was like, oh, okay, well, this is pretty tough. So I kind of retweaked my CV and, and did a few things and sent a bunch of my applications out and still, like, nothing was coming back. I had one or two um, kind of inquiries, but nothing really came of them. Um, so uh, through that time, we had been praying, particularly as an office um, team. Every Thursday, we, we gather and pray um, on Thursday mornings. Um, and that had been a, a good time of just being real with each other and saying, oh, I'm still applying for jobs, but nothing's come up yet. Um, and then a couple of, it was the end of June, I think, um, we really went for it in prayer for, for a new job for me. Um, and then that next week, I think I had three or four people say, would you like to come and interview? So I started going through that process. Um, but I was still like, oh, I'm not sure what, what God is doing through this. Um, we'd talked initially, um, Philip and I, about me potentially finishing here at the church at the end of August. Um, my notice period was two months. So we got to the end of June. I still didn't have a job, but thought, Actually, do you know what? I'm going to hand my notice in. Um, 
not knowing what was around the corner, but trusting God. Um, so I did that, and the week later, um, I had uh, an interview for a, a company in um, Cobham. Um, they rang me back and said, we really like you, and they offered me a job. And that was a week and a half after we'd prayed. So, yeah, God is good. He provides. Amen. Alex. Hey, everyone. Um, so I've just been fighting every instinct telling me not to get up <laughs> and share this. Um, so what I wanted to share is not necessarily something that has finished for me in the sense that I, I've gone to the end of the journey. I feel like I'm sort of going through the journey at the moment. And some of you re may relate to this. I go through depression. It's something that's uh, been happening for me for the last few years now. And it's been quite crippling sometimes, but I have come to realize that for people, for people who have depression, but if, if they're Christian, if you're, if you're a Christian and you have depression, then you know that at the very least you still have God, that he is still with you. And no matter how you feel, no matter how lonely, lonely you may feel, you, have, you can trust in what the Bible says, that God is with you and he can... He can carry you through basically anything and nothing is too big for him. And for someone who's not quite gotten rid of this, I just want to say that over the years I've learned to just trust in him and really just lean into him. And I can show you, I, I, I can tell you on countless times that um, because of that, it has helped me to feel better. It's helped me to gain a bit more confidence. Um, and... Yeah, it's still going on, but, but I'm just here to tell you that it's, uh, um, it's yeah, this isn't, this isn't the end, and God is never going to leave you. So, yeah. Amen. And what I love about that, Alex, and takes great courage, is a testimony doesn't have to be the end of the story. That's so helpful to model that to us, that we can give God glory in the middle of it. We don't have to have a buttoned-up story that's all neat and tidy. We can honor God and thank him and trust him in the middle of stuff. So thank you very much. That takes real courage. Pete. Uh, yeah, this isn't my testimony. Um, it's, it's my wife's, but um, she, she couldn't make it today, but she was very keen that I actually stand up and, 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 and share it. Um, Christy, my, my wife, she's had quite a number of years of... of uh, Real trials in her life. Um, I, I, won't, I won't go into the detail of all of them, but they included uh, two uh, very painful job redundancies and uh, last year uh, a, a very painful and upsetting for both of us miscarriage. Um, uh, Chris, Christy had basically been working in the, in, in, in the private sector for, for quite a number of years and these uh, job redundancies had eroded her confidence in... In, in care and, and love and, 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 and human nature and, and, and uh, she, the, the, the last place that she was working at, um, uh, a, a Christian place, sadly, she, she found that her experience there was also very, very difficult and she, she made the decision that it was right for her to leave, not knowing what the future held, not knowing what the next step for her was and she felt very, uh, very fearful about, about the future, very fearful about... Um, what God wanted for her, and um, uh, she's she's always wanted to um, be in musical theatre. 
she's always wanted to, 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 to perform. For, for those of you who know her, she's, she's got a terrific voice and, 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 and she, she loves singing. She loves singing here on Sunday for the glory of God, but she, she just loves uh, standing up in front of people and, and singing her heart out. And she, she's really, really good at it. And last, last year, she uh, applied for a, a diploma at, um, for, for a musical theatre diploma at the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama up in, in, in central London. And, and she was one of, 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 of 10 people who actually managed to get onto this course out of in the region of about 500 applicants, something like that. So the, 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 the odds were very, very small. But um, she, she actually um, got put onto the wait list last year and the two of us really prayed about it and then a couple of people dropped out who, who they decided um, it wasn't for them and, and the space became available and, and Christy managed to go on, go on to this course and it's I, I have seen my wife over the past few months go from somebody who is um, very broken in many respects and suddenly come back to life again. She's, she's just full of enthusiasm and love. She loves what she's doing. Uh, she loves the people that she's on the course with. And it's a, it's a very diverse group as well. Um, uh, as, as you can imagine, with sort of uh, musical theatre and performing, you've got people from all sorts of backgrounds with all sorts of, uh, of, of, of lifestyles that we, we would not... Uh, 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 agree with and lots of and lots of reviews which are views lots of beliefs which are which are totally out there and uh, Christy has made it her decision made it her aim to just to just love the people that she's on this course with and she has had opportunities to to, to pray for people and, and to show the love of God in, in, in Jesus Christ through her through her words and through her actions and um, it's 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 just it's just been wonderful for her. Um, like like I said, she's she's the only Christian um, on the, on this course, and and she she's found herself very accepted and very loved. And it's it's just made a massive difference to her. And you know, we're both so thankful to God for for the way He's blessed her and the way He's provided for her. And um, this is also a very slight plug as well because Christy's got her, her end of year. Um, musical performance this Friday. There's two performances. They're basically putting on uh, a musical which was written and, uh, by by one of the one of the directors, and it's at three thirty and six o'clock. So if anybody's free and interested to come along, please come and let me know. Um, but the, the the reality is, you, you know, um, God works in all things for the good of those who love Him, and. You don't see that at the time, and Christy did not see this at the time when she was going through such difficult times in her work situation. But had those things not happened to her, this opportunity for her to be doing this diploma would not have arisen, and she would not be doing it now. And so you, you don't know where things are going to lead. You don't know where trials are going to take you. You don't know how difficult things in your life, God is actually going to use them for good and to open doors for his glory. And also so that you can testify to the fact that God is good even in the darkness. God is good even when things are tough. God is faithful even when he feels distant. Um, so, yeah, that's just what I wanted to say. Christy, Christy couldn't, couldn't be here this morning, um, but she, she really wanted me to share with this with you because she, she just wants to give praise and thanks to God for his goodness and faithfulness to her. Amazing. Let's do that.
Hi, King's Church. Hello. Um, we're going to do a bit of a double act. <laughs> we, neither of us know what the other's going to say, so this is going to be fun for all of us. And your um, names are? Emma. Hi, I'm Emma. And David. Um, so I've been coming to King's Church for about two and a half years now. And I just want to share a story of um, God's faithfulness and also the power of persistent prayer. Um, so about six years ago now, I had what I would kind of call my quarter-life crisis. Um, they're coming early these days. Um, and I quit my job in the corporate sector. I came out of a, a long-term, pretty unhealthy relationship. And I moved to India. Uh, it was that kind of level. Um, I did a master's. I then um, kind of moved to Kingston. And through all that time, I, I struggled with, with real loneliness. I think that um, God calls some people into, into singleness, but I think I really longed for a relationship, and I really struggled with that singleness for a long time. And I would pray. I would pray constantly to God, you know, where, where is that, that person? You know, it, perhaps an illusion, kind of the one, but I, I really did feel like God kind of had said, I've got someone for you, just wait, just, just, be, just be faithful, just be patient. And just over, well, just under two years ago now, I met David. Um, and when I met David, sort of thought, this is a man that I could see myself spending the rest of my life with. But at that point, David didn't know God. Um, so I invited him along to King's Church. And over the course of a year, through a lot of your prayers, your friendship, your conversations, um, and through, the, through Jesus, um, David came to know Jesus. And last September, uh, became a Christian. And through all that time, I kept a prayer diary. I was reading it last night to just kind of, and I would pray for him um, almost every day. Pray that he come to know Jesus, come to know the truth about Jesus' love for him. And he did. It was, it was absolutely unbelievable of no power of my own, all through God. And in December, David was baptized and we got engaged later that month. And in two weeks' time, we're getting married. Um, so God has really blessed us in absolutely incredible ways. Um, we have got a beautiful new home that we've moved into this weekend. And we're just really kind of full of life and excitement for what God has next for us. Um, my small group were praying for me um, a couple of weeks back and really got a picture of bravery and how through our relationship, God will make it spur us on to do braver things in his name. Um, and I really think for me, David's like my mirror. He, he holds a mirror up on my prayer life. He's like, are you praying about that? Are you, uh, are you kind of worshiping in the right way? So um, I'm really, I've been really challenged by him and I think I'll continue to be. So... So I remember when I So I remember when I first stood up uh, back in September, and I, I got prompted by Mike, actually. I don't know if he's in the crowd somewhere. Um, and I was petrified about standing up and initially talking to everybody. But it was after that that I actually found that this is my home, this is my family, this is where I want to be on a Sunday. And the thing is, is that I always used to be that guy that asked the difficult questions of Philip, rather annoyingly, um, always the person asking difficult questions, and I couldn't yet find my answer. Um, but through my journey of faith and continuing to pray and read and learn, I actually found so much truth in, in what I was living and breathing. Um, and for me personally, in my job, corporate world, where everything's driven by consumerism and money, and uh, that's where you always got to look, 
I kind of found that as a result of reading and praying, it's kind of shifted my focus. And I think that the best analogy that I could have was when uh, I was initially talking to Mike, because I was working internationally in Dublin. Um, he flew over one time for work, and we went for dinner. And he said to me, you might be leading a good life now, but it's not the right path. Um, so by following Jesus, you could be going this direction, doing well, um, both for you, your family, community, and others, but it's not following Jesus. Um, and I actually found there was a lot of truth in that by turning away from that life. It was actually really very difficult. And uh, I think one of the hardest challenges for me was actually breaking the mold of being able to give and give generously. Um, and I personally found that to get between a man and his wallet is quite a hard thing. Um, but to be able to do that is quite a liberating feeling. And to be able to like talk freely now in front of you all, but then also at Life Group, I was like, actually, this is a fantastic experience. And I love every day praying now. And I think that that's what's keeping me true um, and keeping me honest. And I know if for whatever reason I don't pray, if I missed it, um, I feel guilty. And I'm like, you know what, actually, I need to be better. Go back and double your efforts. Make sure that you do it again. Um, and I think that there's this constant thing in the back of my head now that I feel it. And I get tingles when I pray. And it's like, actually, I feel the spirit with me. And I never would have thought that previously. I used to be the guy that was just like, oh, yeah, it's nice for some, but not for me. But now it's, it's really humbling to know that this is actually part of my everyday life. Um, and I think that at so many opportunities, um, Emma and I couldn't have happened because there was challenges along the way that we faced. Um, and what Emma didn't say about that prayer book uh, is that there's actually some really gut-wrenching challenges that she faced um, with her faith because here was a boy that she really loved, but actually he didn't share the same faith. And it was only until recently where things started to click into place for me, where it actually made a huge difference. Um, and since being baptized, uh, I think Jason actually said to me, he said, you're going to face challenges uh, along the way and just be ready for them because the enemy is going to be there to try and catch you out. And I thought, OK, all right, if I carry on reading and learning, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be well armed for it. Um, but things catch you off guard, um, and I certainly did have a few tests along the way. And since then, um, my best man at the wedding has unfortunately lost his mother recently. Um, but it was really helpful for me um, to be able to pray for him and his family. Um, and he really appreciated that. And since then, I've spoken to my best friends for university for like 10, 12 years, um, all of whom felt the loss really dearly. But it was being able to pray and pray consistently that's really made it a difference for me. And I just pray that it continues. Um, we keep each other honest and continue to communicate about this stuff because it's important. Um, and staying true and making sure that we're part of the community. We're here on the weekends um, and contributing back to King's Church. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Um, and the exciting thing is I'm sure there are lots of other stories that haven't been shared. I can, I'm exchanging looks with some of you that I know could be, could be sharing things as well. Um, and what I'm encouraged about as a, a pastor here and a, a spiritual father I trust is that there's a level of honesty. You've heard about, in the space of 20 minutes, you've heard about uh, depression, 
miscarriage, uh, what it is to be single, what it is to, uh, to work through that and to remain faithful in that. I'm not listing everything else that's been, been shared. So I think we're, we're growing our trust as a community where we, we can be honest and open with each other. If you're here for the first time or you're new to this whole kind of thing, if you want a shiny, everything looks great and everything is always wonderful community, this probably isn't the one for you. Um, but if you want a family that will be open and honest and learn to be so about the stuff that is hard and trust God to bring us uh, meaning and purpose and wholeness and restoration and has already been said to bring a sense of joy and peace that nothing else can surpass. Uh, uh, what Emma hasn't said is that she made prayers and commitments that, that should David not become a Christian, she was going to remain ultimately faithful to God. And so if you are single, I don't want you to hear that she's now made it as a, as a married person. I want you to hear that she's trusted God and God's brought blessing and goodness. Um, but part of being a, a follower of Christ is that we say, you are worth it. You are worth all things. I'll leave my home behind, as somebody in this room has, has done. Uh, I'll leave my dream of marriage or even being a parent behind, not to earn God's favor, but in response to his goodness and his grace and the joy that comes in return as a response. So I want to just commend those of you who shared and the culture that you're helping us to build. And um, I think the wonderful way to finish would be by glorifying God. So can we just stand? We're going to sing a final, a final song together, and then there'll be a chance to receive prayer if you'd like to. Um, I'm sure the various things that you've heard have stirred. I trust they've stirred faith. They might have stirred questions. Um, but let me just pray and take us into this final, final song. Heavenly Father, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for those stories that have been shared that we want to bring glory to your name ultimately. Thank you too for the stories that haven't been shared that also are about your goodness and grace in your life. Help us as a community, as a family, to be a space for anyone and everyone. May we never be too shiny that those who are broken, as we all are, can't come in and find this to be a place of restoration and surpassing joy and peace. But we say, ultimately, God, we're here for you. All these stories are for your glory and for your fame and for your renown. And so may we sing and worship you now and go out of this place determined to make you more famous, determined to give you more glory, determined to pour these lives that you've given us out as living sacrifices, that the name of Jesus might be famous and beautiful. We worship you now. Amen.